0: This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler.
1: And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler.
0: This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk about food and kids. And are joined by kitchen living expert, Ann. Etienne. Woo! Woo! Wow! Yeah, yeah. How are you? Good. How are you? P- pregnant? Cool. Yeah. Good. You're you, still pregnant. You're That's still a pregnant? positive thing still, at this point. Are you still pregnant? I am. Yeah.
1: 32 weeks today. Wow! Yep, getting there. You are 32 weeks? Yeah. Holy shit! I know you're gonna have a baby soon, really soon, like really
0: soon. How many yes. weeks is that left? Like six weeks?
1: Well, in six Seven weeks, weeks I'll be. Well, so it it's thirty-nine. Yeah, I mean Simon was five days late. So if I, if we're going all the way to forty <laughs> weeks, if we're going all the way to forty weeks, I've got eight weeks left.
0: My face is just like. This permanent like <laughs> clinch of like anxiety and stress whenever <laughs> I think about Teresa being this close. To <laughs> uh, I'm like, your baby could so just come out though and be like fairly okay. He probably. I, I mean, hope he just a better to than yeah, that I'm just saying, 32 yeah. weeks.
1: Yeah. thirty weeks. It's like past it's past the viability point by a Whoa. pretty good it's pretty good margin. So. It's pretty
0: good. Yeah. How about you? You're at Twi- Well, 28? depends on who, Yeah, 28. 28. I mean, yeah. My doctor's yeah, 28, 27 mm-hmm. and a half, 28. All right. We're entering the third. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Time for more misery. Yep. Um <laughs> speaking of misery, today I just want to briefly talk a little bit about uh some stuff that katie bell's been going through yeah so for like the last three weeks katie bell every two to three times a day at totally different times of the day announces that she has a stomach ache Mm -hmm. like the first week we were like well have you used the potty Mm -hmm. and most (laughs) most of the time the answer is no yeah and you get on the potty and yeah, you know, she says she feels better. Or let's stop eating hot dogs today. <laughs> or, you know, like, are you, you know, like, why, you know, we just, you know, try and figure out, mm-hmm. are we eating something funny? Is it a bug? Is it, you know, just that you're holding it mm-hmm. in? Two weeks pass. Again, it starts to come up. By week three, it's like towards the end of the year for preschool, for her class to be over before we... Take a week off and come back. Mm-hmm. And uh, her teacher says, You know, she woke up from a nap today with a stomachache, but she didn't have a fever, so we didn't call. So I just want but I wanted you to know. And I was like, No, it's okay. She's been talking about it for a couple of weeks. She's been saying that she's had a stomachache, but she has no fever. Mm-hmm. It's not slowing her down. She's not, there's nothing else happening mm-hmm. but this talk of a stomachache. And she said, Well, maybe it's just nerves and like anxiety about starting pre K. And I was like, Sure. <laughs> whatever because my kid only talks about how excited she is about Mm pre-k like every day i'm so excited about it so week passes and again the stomach aches keep coming up and i turn to Stephen at this point in time and i say all right i'm i'm getting a little concerned about Mm -hmm. the stomach aches because it's consistent and even if it's just that we're holding it in you know or maybe we are feeding her saying, maybe we have a food allergy starting. Maybe we have, you know, I just feel like we should start paying better attention to this stomach ache thing. <laughs> but she's not throwing up. There's no diarrhea. There's no Is she, signs. like, visibly really like, in pain? No, Is she crying? No, she she just this. says, she's I like, have a stomach ache and stomach then that's cake. it. Yeah, but she's never like, I have a stomachache, I shouldn't go to school. Right. I have a yeah. stomachache, I should lay down. She's I have a stomachache. It's not It's
1: not the classic, I have a stomachache, I need some medicine. I need some medicine. Yeah, because, you know, she's kind of a Tylenol yeah.
0: crack addict. Yeah.
1: Uh, so Simon was, does that with his teeth. He's, yeah. like, he's like, my teeth hurt.
0: I yes. need some medicine. I'm like, fine. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. it up. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, you know, I, we should be paying attention a little more to it. So I mm-hmm. start... You know, looking online, I start, you know, uh, doing, you know, research. And it keeps coming back to, it could be, like, nerves mm-hmm. or anxiety. And I'm like, but she's totally happy. Right? I'm like, sure, we're moving into a new house. Sure, she's got a baby brother coming eminently. Sure, she's starting, you know, she just started pre-K with a whole bunch of new rules and, like, you expectations. know, dema- Expectations. Yeah.
2: But,
0: she, but it can't be anxiety but she hasn't about anything. I've talked about it. I, mean, I ask her all the time. I'm like, are you nervous about this? Or does this, you know, are you worried? Or blah, 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 blah. And I mean, Lord knows we are the kings and queens of preparing Katie Bell for stuff. You right. know, you're going to help us pick out paint color for your room. It's going to be your room. We'll do this. We'll do that. So we've been like really inclusive of all this. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, like, the day, like literally the day after I started like a stomachache journal. I was like, oh, we're just gonna start a stomachache journal. <laughs> you know, I have you. to do something. I have to do something. <laughs> she wakes up, she's been having like a lot of nightmares recently, and she wakes up Another sign of anxiety. Sure, might I whatever. Add? No. <laughs> Child anyway, she wakes up in the middle of the night, mama had a nightmare. We moved into our new house and we lost my puzzle. My puzzle, we lost my puzzle, and I couldn't find it. It really upset me. And I was like, oh, I am such an asshole. <laughs> and I was like, oh, baby, don't worry. We're going to make sure we move everything. You know, and then it was like, you know, I went in and talked to our teachers and told them. And we, you know, told a couple other people. And I talked to Stefan, and I was just like, I don't know how to address this per mm-hmm. se. I don't want to give her additional anxiety by over-talking it to yeah. death. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, like, we're going to make sure that everything comes with us. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can do that. I can stress out a room. But I do think we finally identified that it is that and that I just, for me, it was interesting that, like, at four, I guess I just had a higher expectation of her being able to communicate her. Yeah. She's such a good communicator that, like, for her not to be able to say... In her waking state, yeah. I'm worried about forgetting our toys, yeah. or I'm worried about... Or I'm
1: scared of moving, or I'm I don't want to move, I, or I don't want to, yeah, you know.
0: E- yeah, everything she says is, I want to move. Yeah. I want a new room. Yeah. I want a new brother. I want a new preschool. Yeah. But um, so anyway, I just wanted to share it because I was like, you know what? that is, It was such a new thing for me to go through with her. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't all of those online resources
1: that you found that suggested it was anxiety also have, like, suggestions? Yeah, and their suggestions for...
0: are like, don't, like... Because a lot of them say, you know, they're some side with, you know, they're doing this to get attention. And if you're, if you turn out giving them too much attention every time right. the stomach hurts, then it's going to become a thing she right. uses. Yeah. And they do say, you know, try and, my teacher actually gave us a good idea of just try and work on ways to relate it back to you guys separate of the stomachache. Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Yeah. Um,
0: like, I used to get really scared about tests in school, mm-hmm. you know, or my first day of school or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember it used to make me break out in a rash, you know, like don't relate it back to a stomach ache or something, but just like try and help them find ways to have conversations about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're just kind of playing it day by day. And, and something I did to make a big change was I started picking her up from school early now that we're going five days a week. Mm-hmm. I was picking her up at like 4.30, coming home, and we immediately start cooking dinner. So there's really no time for us to hang out. And I was like, you know what? I have the time to pick her up at 4. Mm-hmm. And like, I, and I said to her, what if I start picking you up a little earlier? And we come home and play a board game every day or play something like that every day before I have to start cooking dinner. Oh, that's nice. And she was like, that's nice. She was like, yeah, because I mean— I have it. I have the ability yeah. to do it. And you and, won't in a few months. And we, I won't. Yeah. And we need to... The, probably the biggest issue is that our time is starting to shift with her. Mm-hmm. Stefan's been working a whole lot. She's now in school every day. You know, just finding some sort of routine time to add into our life that's special just for her. That's nice. And, uh, so that's I what we're, really like That's what we're trying to do.
1: I don't know if there's, like, any crossover, but I had um, I had uh, stress-induced stomach aches when I was in high school, and the way that I got them to go away, other than figuring out that it was stress-induced, yeah. was by literally just deep breathing. Yeah. And, like, I bet you could do that with a four-year-old. Like, if yeah. she, in the moment, like, I think all the things that you're doing are more important, oh, but, like, in the idea. moment of her saying, like, I have a stomach ache, like, you could just try saying, like, let's take some deep breaths, you know? That's like, a good idea. Yeah. That that is all I did yeah. <laughs> and it like totally and then once I like knew how to make them go away then, then I never had them anymore oh that's a really actually that's a really good idea because I mean Just there are some sites that were like
0: you could do relaxation techniques Yeah. Like, but it's, I right. a relaxation yeah, techniques with you know, a four year old
1: right but it's not comp- You know, it's no, not, but she knows how it. to take a deep breath right you know? we, <laughs> know? we like, do 10 yeah. deep
0: breaths and yeah. see if that helps yeah. um, usually no ice cream helps a great deal <laughs> oh my stomach feels so much better yeah I'm sure Sure it does. Um, well, speaking of ice cream and stomach aches, <laughs> which is the whole point of my discussion this morning. This week, we're going to be talking about food, getting your family to fucking eat it, <laughs> and uh, and trying not to stress yourself out or feeling guilty if you do not succeed at this uh, every every day of uh, every week of your child's life. Yeah.
1: Yum. Delicious.
0: Great. <laughs> why why didn't we bring food into the oh, I actually. got a bag of M&Ms in my purse. Okay. All right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, now that you have kids. Yeah. Uh, with more on the way, mm-hmm. now you have an a kid with more on the way.
1: Can I just jump in really quick and say, <laughs> I because of this baby is the baby that I'm carrying right now uh-huh. is getting like bigger and more like, I, like yeah. I feel like he's a person now, and I can like talk to him and like, feel him move around and stuff. Yeah. I have, I've had a couple moments where when I'm leaving the house with him and Simon, yeah. I have the thought of like, what do I need for the baby? Like, I, n- I have snacks for Simon. What does the baby need? And then I go, oh yeah, so far he doesn't really need anything So for nachos. me or whatever I need. <laughs> he needs nachos. <laughs> but I have had like a couple minutes of like, wait, do I have everything I need for the, and then I'm like. Yeah, he's oh, still yeah. inside me. He oh,
0: yeah. hasn't come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> everything he needs, I got. Yeah. <laughs> I got plenty of time after this baby comes out yeah, to walk out to without worry about, everything. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Um, No, but food, but, like, food worries. I think, yeah. like, when you first have kids, there are a lot of food worries. And yeah. we're not talking about allergies today. I'm just going to put that aside. That is mm-hmm. a whole different discussion of food worries. I'm talking, like... Are you are you feeding your kid right? Are you mm-hmm. getting them to eat enough vegetables? Are you getting them to you know like juice and like mm-hmm. all this stuff that's out there now? How do you how do you handle that? Like, what were your big worries? Yeah, with Simon when it came when it was time when he was really yeah starting when he to, to eat? eat yeah
1: I think we're not even gonna begin talking about baby oh, phase God, no. because today there's so many maybe we can down the road do an episode on feeding your baby you like mean like chewing you know, it up and spitting it in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, I feel like there, this whole topic was, like, much more stressful and worrisome, like, six, yeah. six to nine months, six to 12 months. Up to uh, a year, yeah, yeah, up yeah. To, You know, like, once they aren't just exclusively breastfeeding or exclusively formula or whatever, right. once you're starting to introduce, like, other foods, that's, like, really confusing and complicated. I feel like that deserves its yeah, own Why account. have we not
0: thought about talking about that? Well, we're going to have yeah. babies, and then we'll be
1: dealing with it. So it'll be more... This is
0: more like... You got
1: kids. Yeah, kids, toddlers, we young them. kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think um I think my biggest thing was like, how do I get I really wanted Simon to eat what Jesse and I eat. Right. And eat with us. Like yeah. I and I just did not want to be cooking a special separate grilled cheese on white bread with the crust cut off and you know (laughs) separate little thing for him that I knew he would eat and then have to cook a whole separate thing or have Jesse cook a whole separate thing for us like I just really wanted from the get go to like start getting Simon on board for was he always eating with you guys at the same time you guys ate we or when did you introduce that we've been mixing it up like we've definitely done a little bit of that from the get go and then Now, it's sort of like we try to do that, but in our house, like, if we're going to eat, like, a a real nice meal, Jesse's going to cook it, if I'm totally honest. And, like, by the time he's able to be home and cooking, it's going to be too late for Simon to eat. So I'd say, like, maybe... 60% of the time, I'm making something for Simon and like sitting with him and snacking with him while he's eating dinner. And then Jesse and I will eat together after Simon goes to bed. But there are like, I mean, a good 40% of the time, we do get it together to like make a meal for all of us. Yeah, he's too. That's really good. I think
0: we started introducing, we started really enforcing that kind of thing until. You know, probably two and a half, three, because she, was so because she went so much about your schedule, sleep. Yeah, too. it was about schedule. She went to sleep at, like, 6.37 at that oh, time. Oh, yeah, so you and to And Stefan earlier. didn't always come home until, you yeah. know, seven. Yeah. And uh, I, uh for us, for for that, you know, first two, three years, it was about Stefan and I being able to sit down and have a meal together. Totally. And, like, which is, and she there's was a lot just of value eating, in like, it It like, was like, I'm not just... Cook up some chicken pieces and, you know, like, cut up a little chicken breast with some, like, peppers and tomatoes and dump some sweet sour sauce on it. (laughs) Woo! With some rice. Dinner. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, it wasn't—the kid eats a lot of salami. Um, (laughs) Has always loved the sausage products. But uh, it wasn't until we had a new schedule. We were here in California. Stefan was working out of the house that we were, like, Mm. really, like, all right. We could all sit down at six mm-hmm. o'clock and eat. Yeah, you know, and her bedtime was later. Yeah, and then it does become a matter of I really don't want to cook two meals. Yeah, and and players, I are getting so... like really exotic, where I'm like, you know, like generally our rule once we put her at the same table with us mm-hmm. was I tried to make stuff like let's say we're doing chicken, mm-hmm. like chicken thighs or chicken legs or whatever, Mm. hers just doesn't have the toppings that we're putting on it. Like, let's Mm -hmm. say I do a marinade. I always hold out, like, one to two pieces with no marinade. Mm -hmm. You know, and she's just having it. Mm -hmm. Um, Why do you do that? Because she doesn't like spice. Oh, She really hates spice. Okay. So it has salt on it. Sometimes a lemon chicken she likes, Mm -hmm. you know, like, things like that. But a lot of times, Stefan and I do like spicier stuff. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. So if we're doing, like, a Thai chicken marinade, you know, like, I'm just not going to make... yeah. The kid to eat it, but we do have a rule that, regardless, everything has to be tried once. Mm-hmm. Like that's our this is our official table rule.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You have to be you have to try everything that's on your plate. Mm-hmm. And, and my my trade off with that is I'm going to make sure there's some shit that you're actually going to eat on your plate. Uh-huh. You right. But yeah. like you know, if we're doing. Let's say roasted beets and like kale or, you know, like some sort of sauteed green and like, you know, that kind of thing. She has to eat it. She has Mm -hmm. to try one bite. And if she says, oh my God, gross, no dessert. Mm -hmm. Period. You have to try everything on the plate. You can't yell or scream about it. You get like, I mean, you get the like the past, the first like, I don't want to eat this. Yeah. And then it's like, and then then you're not going to have dessert. And then, And then, then she's like, I'll try it. That's funny. And like 90% of the time, she's like, I do like it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to eat all of it, mm-hmm. but she at least says she likes it. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've we've decided steak really, she doesn't really like steak. We've made her eat steak like six times. Uh-huh. And every time she's like, I really don't like this. Yeah. Then I'm like, I'm not going to make her fucking steak anymore. Right, yeah. So that's that's her night for chicken nuggets. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can just throw those in the oven at the same time and it doesn't mess anything up. Yeah. But... It did become like a balance of what are like, like we try, I try and have like five or six things I know that everybody's going to eat. Spaghetti. You know? Like everybody's going to eat this. I don't have to adjust this. I don't have to do anything to this. Everybody's fucking eating spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Everybody's eating grilled chicken. Everybody's eating grilled chicken and mm-hmm. green beans. No one's ever not eating these things, yeah. you know? Lamb chops. Child loves a lamb chop. Mm-hmm. Anything she can pick up like a dog and like eat, like a heart mm-hmm. fucking loves, mm-hmm. but like, and then, but then there are other times where we don't. We just, you know, I'm like, fine, fuck it tonight. This is Quesadilla quesadillas are tonight. Uh-huh. Seven and I will have 20 different ingredients in our quesadilla, right. yeah. Hers She'll will have, have cheese, have cheese. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No, I'm familiar with that, like, yeah, just sort of like dumbing down your, dumbing <laughs> your down recipe a little bit. bit, yeah. That's right. The funny thing about Simon is, I was thinking about this because like my parents used to, um. Do the same dessert thing, like where we could have dessert if we ate our veg. Like we had to eat some some of yeah. our dinner, and we had to eat all of our vegetable in order to get dessert. Right. And I'm certain that that's the only reason I ever ate any vegetables as a child. I like vegetables now, but I was really into dessert, and we didn't eat a lot of sugar. So dessert, right? Well, uh, yeah.
0: Some people don't. I like know. Sleep. Actually, Catherine Bell's not really into sweets.
1: <laughs> so, anyway. but anyways, Simon <laughs> is Simon is a really. I don't, I've never met anyone. Like, people talk about their toddlers like, oh, they don't ever eat anything. They'll eat, like, a cracker all day. Right. Simon eats yeah. everything. Yes. He loves food. Yeah, he so would stop whatever down. we're doing and to eat. And yeah. he like like, he, I mean, it's really, it's pretty rare for him to just say like I don't want to eat that and when he does I just go okay well that's what there was so right. you know what I mean like I don't go like okay well then let me go make you a scrambled egg or okay right. well then let me like I just go okay well because I assume well you're eating so much throughout the day like you're probably, you're, fine. E- you're probably fine if you're not eating it you're probably not hungry right and um we haven't started giving him dessert and I would yeah, love we to really put start. off doing dessert for a really long time but I sort of feel like dessert for kids is like the key, it's a bargaining chip. It is because the only well, because I should I should say the only thing that I do sometimes have trouble feeding Simon is vegetables. Like he, yeah. there are some, there are a couple of things he will
0: eat, but most vegetables he will not eat. Well, this leads to three things. Then that immediately pulls up three questions. Okay. One, the dessert thing's really not so much of a question, but I fully support the, like, holding off. Like, we yeah. didn't do—I don't think desserts really came till three, three and a half. Oh, okay. And, uh, and even then, it's just like a scoop of ice cream. She likes a plain. She likes a vanilla plain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but like she, doesn't like frosting. I mean, she likes frosting now, but you know, like we weren't doing like, it's dessert, here's cake and cookies. Oh, I know? just assumed like, you were feeding feeding her like a cake, massive yeah. pile. Well, of I make cakes nice. every day. <laughs>
1: you make a cake and you make a pie oh, and you right. let her
0: decide Which what does she, she feel wants. like that Exa- night? Exactly, or cobbler. <laughs> um, but she was never really. We never fed her like sweets as a kid, very yeah, much. Right. You know, like I mean, there, like it, there was never. Here's a. I don't I mean, see it was the like, benefit of it. It was like honestly. yogurt. I mean, like we get yeah. our yogurt like with strawberry. Yeah, like yogurt. yogurt and yogurt, yogurt honestly and does have a shitload shit of, of sugar in it. Right. But
1: that's an, like at least it also has like calcium and yeah. protein and <laughs> yeah. And fruit by
0: itself, right. is It's fucking sugar overload. You know, it's uh-huh. like I guess the question is, what is this? We've never run into an issue with the vegetables. You haven't run into an issue with the vegetables? She fucking loves vegetables. She's oh. the kid walking to the farmer's market with, like, a cucumber in her hand, just well, eating. cucumber. cucumber. But that's a vegetable. That's a vegetable. She loves but Brussels it's not, sprouts. She okay. loves Brussels sprouts. All right. Spr- now the, now
1: all right. I will right. be on board. Brussels like, sprouts is she likes unusual beets. for kids.
0: She likes the beets. Okay. She likes the—she'll even eat some of the greens, but I do make my greens with totally bacon and, like, you know, vin- mm-hmm. vinegar and like Still, all that. stuff. Still, that's really impressive, like, she'll eating dreams. eat You know, uh, broccoli, she'll eat, like, the broccoli, but, like, we're going through a curtain phase where she's just not into the broccoli, but, okay. like... Um, so I do believe that there's, like, a wall that they hit somewhere around, like, a three and a half, four, where they start to say, I don't like it. But, like, mm-hmm. up until then... It, you know, there wasn't a vegetable squash, you know, okra, zucchini, it, there's just pumpkin. I mean, like, if she could eat it raw, mm-hmm. she just, like, goes through the farmer's market like green picking beans up vegetables. And what about, like, yeah. if you make a salad, she'll eat We just—she kept saying no to the salad, mm-hmm. and then two weeks ago, she was like, I want to try your salad. Huh. And she, like, had a piece of lettuce, and she had—I that. I mean, because mm-hmm. usually I'll do the deconstructed salad for
3: her, like yeah. a ball
0: that's got— Tomatoes, cucumbers, and onions. Right. And the kid loves yeah. onions. That's really and, cool. And, and and you're gonna you're about to totally tell me. I know you're about to tell me something, but I don't know. <laughs> but I'm gonna before I let you do that, I'm gonna talk about what an amazing parent. <laughs> Stephen and you're I are definitely responsible. We are responsible. <laughs> no, but because we've only we've never said to her vegetables are gross. Cause I never understood how kids okay. like got into this whole vegetables are gross and yucky. Uh, and we just like I literally will skip things in books mm-hmm. where they're like. Like, for there's a tagline in it about vegetables. They'll even eat their Brussels sprouts. Oh. I just don't read that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, like, until she can read. She doesn't have to know how many lies I'm telling her. Mm-hmm. But, like... We just never said it. So our my assumption is that is why our child loves vegetables.
1: Well, they do say that the best way to get your kids to eat vegetables uh-huh. is not to like be like if you eat this you can have that later, but rather to just not push it and let them see you eating, eating your them. vegetables yeah. every night and like that you really like whatever whatever yeah. whatever vegetable you really like to eat. Make that serve it. Right, always serve your kid a little bit, and make sure that you're eating it too in front of them, and mention that you enjoy eating that. Right. And eventually, they will want to try it. And right. The, supposedly, that's the theory. So that's what I go on. But the what. I mean, I think that's probably what you've been doing, and yeah. that's probably part of why it's working so well. And that's kind of the flip side of—I don't think there's a lot of parents out there being like, "Vegetables are gross, but you have to eat them." <laughs> like, I think every parent or most parents are out there trying to like sort of trick their kids into. Well, it's a lot of trickery. There there's is. Also a lot of there trickery. is. Yeah. But, um, but I think it sounds like what you guys have done is just be casual about this is how we eat healthy. F- this is how we eat. We eat this healthy we eat. food, and this right. is what this is what the food is. The food yeah. is veg. A lot of vegetables. Here's like your that's protein, what we eat. Your vegetables. Yeah, vegetables. Right. And um, so that I mean, I I think you guys are doing a great job. You're fucking amazing. But, but you. But, said but, I wa- you yeah, but the what I want. Yeah. But what I wanted to say is that it is actually unusual for a child of Katie Bell's age to like vegetables, not because um of like any kind of psychological reason right. that they like heard somebody say the vegetables are gross or something. Right. We know, and this is part of why she doesn't like spicy foods. We know that little kids' taste buds are different from adult taste buds. And the reason for that... (laughs) By we, it means not me. (laughs) Okay, we like scientists, okay? (laughs) Okay. Um We know that they, that kids have special, very sensitive taste buds. Mm. They're very sensitive to particular things that are associated with poison, and this is kids have evolved. No, right. it's true. Kids no, have I'm evolved just because I am so ignorant. To any of this. No, kids. I mean, Lapping it makes sense. Address. Kids are kids have evolved to protect themselves. In the wild from poisonous plants. We haven't weeded that out of them
0: already? (laughs) I'm serious. No, I mean, mean, if you think about like, how long humans are around anymore, you know? Well, right,
1: but this only in like the last hundred years. I mean, there's kids out in the world that you're not always with your kid, and your kid could just be hungry and eat a plant, you know? (laughs) And like, no, it's true. I know, I'd. That's and exciting. so, basically, no, but it makes sense for Katie Bell, too, just because, as you've already mentioned, you modify all your things that you and Stefan really like to eat, because right. you know she wants the milder flavors, right. And that's true for most kids. And that's why, like, I don't take it personally if Simon doesn't eat a vegetable because right. I'm like, it, it tastes fucking nasty to him. <laughs> it might taste good to me right, because I have true. adult taste buds. And like, if he doesn't like it, it just means his taste to him, it tastes horrible. It's not that he's being bad. You know what well, I mean? I don't like, think the kids are bad. No, being I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm but just only- saying, like, it's, it's, uh, I'm not saying you are, but I think there, there is like a mentality yes. out there of like, you need to eat your vegetables and, eh, but it's right. kind of like, well, it tastes fucking, hor- like, I have this ingrained memory of my dad Mm. making me eat raw zucchini when I was a kid because I had like I had to eat this like pile of raw zucchini right and (laughs) he has later apologized for this like we we joke about it but I'll never forget the flavor of that and it was I mean, and even now, I, w- I would probably eat some raw zucchini. Like, I like, I, I yeah. prefer my zucchini, like, a little steamed or grilled. Right. But, like, I would probably eat it raw with, like, a little little dressing or something. Yeah. It would be okay. But as a child, it tastes like you want to gag. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, so yeah. bad. And that's just because kids' taste buds are different. And so I just assume with Simon that even though he's there's a lot of veggies he won't eat right now, as long as I don't make a big deal out of it, I'm hoping... <laughs> fingers crossed that like as his as his taste buds develop as long as he's surrounded by people who are also eating vegetables he too will someday eat
0: Eat vegetables (laughs) someday you shall
1: eat a vegetable other than carrots he's mainly Uh, like carrot he'll eat carrots and he loves fruit like he'll eat all kinds of fruit but he but mainly with vegetables it's like Mm.
0: carrot carrots well today our guest is actually an an expert. Maybe we can break her um, in uh, meal planning and and that sort of thing. So hopefully we're going to be able to get some insight from her on how to cool. make life a little easier, especially I know for us about to have two like, babies. Yeah, in the house. Do you think
1: our guest will be able to help me figure out what I should bring? Like if yeah, I'm you going and I, and I what I should bring for my unborn yeah. child? Yes. Like
0: because she's an expert. I'm having trouble preparing. Yeah, <laughs> preparing for. Tomorrow, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you need, nachos. All right, always have a always have a side plate of nachos in your bag. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome.
2: Hi, everybody. This is Justin McElroy, and in the rich fiction we just created, the hosts of this podcast have gone for a little
3: pee break. Hi, I'm Travis McRoy. Quick, while they're not looking, slip our comedy in. I'm Griffin McRoy, the baby brother, and stop, I'm the police. What are we doing?
2: This is My Brother, My Brother and Me, where we take questions and turn them into wisdom and make fun of you. We make fun with you? We make fun with you because English is our second language.
3: Well, now it's getting racist. <laughs> we have... We literally had 25 seconds and we did racist with it.
2: So wait till you see what we can do with a whole hour on My Brother, My Brother and
3: Me. We're brothers. We're experts. And we're sorry.
1: Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206 206-
0: 350 9485. Teresa. Yes. Do you have a genius moment this week? I kind of do. Yeah, sure. You want to go first? Sure. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh my God. That's fucking genius. Do it.
1: Well. Listeners, you may remember me complaining a few weeks ago about my horrible fail, uh, shared fail with Jesse in buying the absurdly wonderful uh, dining room table that is the worst dining room table to have with uh, toddlers and babies. Right. But one simple way I've mitigated the damage Mm -hmm. is by getting a little tiny toddler table for Simon to sit at in the kitchen. Aww. Yeah, And he doesn't sit there when he's like sharing a meal with the family, but he can sit there for his snacks yep. and he can sit there if he's eating, if I'm going to feed him something and we're not eating right then. And he does great with it because they do it at school. So he's yeah. used to like sitting at a little table. He doesn't have to be in the high chair. He can just be at the little table. Um, And I can clean it in like two seconds. Yeah. And it's so it's like maybe like half the cleanup that I was doing before Genius. I'm not doing anymore. Yeah, it's it's amazing how kid furniture works really
0: well for kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he loves it. He just like what he like loves sitting. Yeah, it, so. yeah. And it can become like an art t- it gives him a yeah, new Yeah, He can in sit there kitchen. to work too.
1: Yeah. That's, that's great. great. Yep. Thanks. Good job. Thank you. I love it. What do you got?
0: My mine is also in the kitchen. How funny are oh, yeah. So Katie Bill, Catherine Bell, whatever. We were Making like lunch, we were going to make lunch, and I was like, What do you want for lunch? And she's like, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I said, She was like being kind of weird and antsy that day, like mm-hmm. kind of all over the place. And I was really not in the mood, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I have not been in, called not in the mood, aka seven months pregnant. Yeah. Not fucking mood. I said, Do you want to make it? She was like, Yes. Ooh. And I said, I will lay everything out for you, mm-hmm. including the knife. We've been doing a lot of knife work recently. Nice, And uh, so I get the white bread out, but she's got to open up the bread. She's got to pull out the bread herself, you know. Mm-hmm. She's got to lay it out on the cutting board, mm-hmm. open the peanut butter, open the jelly. I just, again, you yeah, know, the genius moment is really just the internal moment of, like, surrendering to whatever horrible thing's probably about to happen in terms mm-hmm. of mess of or course. mixing or whatever. Of course. But— she did it. She That's loved. She put awesome. the sandwich together. She like. Ate. How, how was it? Was it like? Wait, you know, So like a lot of it was like <laughs> the peanut butter did pretty good. She's pretty good at spreading the peanut butter. Uh, the jelly was just sort of like a clump
1: because mm-hmm. it's you know we
0: do. I mean we do jam. Yeah, we don't do jelly. Right. So, it's so like there's like fruit and strawberries yeah. and stuff. She did it, and then uh, she even cut it like in half. Mm-hmm. And she, I mean, she ate the crust. She ate all of it, That's awesome. and she was just like, I made my sandwich, and then like. We had a little time the next morning, so I let her make one for school. right, mm-hmm. I'll teach you how to make a salami sandwich. Because you know, again, I just don't want my kid to be like eight and being like, I don't know how to make a sandwich. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst. Right. So anyway, it just was a great. You, and I was like, while she's doing that, I was able to get some stuff done in the kitchen because she didn't oh, want me in there right. messing with her while she was doing it. Right. It was
3: great. That's
0: awesome. It really was really That's great. So cool. It was really fun. So I thought that was pretty genius.
3: Hi. So I I have been listening to your show uh, since you guys started, and I'm a new parent, and um, I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would be a parent. I just (laughs) never thought it would happen, and it happened. Anyways, my (laughs) child is... he is uh, 10 months old, and I haven't accepted the fact that I am a mother, so I call him my <laughs> child rather than my son. Anyways, that's a whole other story. I have just discovered that there is this little market right around the corner from my house that is super awesome. It, they have beer on tap. They have free Wi-Fi. They have an awesome seating area outside, and it's the perfect little spot where I can go and sit for about 20 minutes because that's all the time I have free throughout the entire day. And I can sit there, and I can have a beer if I want, and I can use the Internet, and I can just sit there and stare at the sky if that's what I choose to do. And it's just it's amazing. So I thought I should tell you that, because I think that might be my genius moment this week. But I have to go, because I have, like, three seconds until daycare <laughs> starts charging me, like, $10 a second. Uh, have a good week.
0: Oh that's really that's
1: good. Great. That's really.
0: That's
3: really genius.
0: cool. Genius. Je- you know, again, the I think the genius there is just saying, "All I get is the 20?" Yeah. So I'm going to make the most of that 20. Really
1: good. I'm going to use it for a beer. I use it
0: for a beer. Yeah. Oh, I miss great. beer so much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I miss like, I know, the beer really good right beer, now. I know. Right. Good job, mom. Yeah, that's that really was cool. That's pretty genius. Yeah. I don't know. I really hate hearing that call right now. When I, know. I cannot go I know. and just have a beer. It's so soon,
1: though. It's uh, like three months soon away. Soon, I'm going to be
0: drinking so much while breastfeeding. It's going to be great. Uh, uh, which sounds like that would be my fail five months from now. Um, fail time, toddler table. What do you got? Uh, yeah. Fail, 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 fail. You
1: suck. i just, I've totally given up on my hair. <laughs> Like, it's, it's, it's over. I'm not even going to go to the salon to, like, get a bang trim because I know they'll notice, like, all the other things that my hair needs. And I just, <laughs> I don't have the time or the money to deal with it. I don't right. even want to go there. I don't want to be in there I You right can't now. lay down
0: to wash hair.
1: No, I'm just yeah. not doing it. I'm not doing it right now. And so it's really, it's just really sad. <laughs>
0: That's it. Your pregnancy glow outshines your hair. Thank you so much. You're welcome. (laughs) Sarcastic lies. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So we went to his parents' house recently, and we always bring like her alarm clock. You know, so there's a rabbit. When the rabbit's Mm -hmm. awake. You can come wake us up when the rabbit's mm-hmm. not awake. You can't. You're mm-hmm. in your room doing whatever the heck it is you want to do. Anyway, so we go to the parents' house. and Stefan and I are like, let's set it later. Let's set it, set it for 7. Let's set it for 7.30. Ooh. Yeah. And see if she right? notices. Right? Sounds like a genius, yeah. right? Sounds yeah. like a genius moment. It's <laughs> 7 o'clock the next morning. the door Our door opens. And she's like. My clock's not, not working. working. <laughs> and you're like, well, how do you know it's not working? She says, because we have, like, the fucking smartest, like, retay. She's only been to, like, we only go to their house, like, five, six times a year. Uh-huh. And they've got, like, a grandfather clock that uh, goes off every goes off. hour. gong, 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 uh. Right? Where if you grow up in it, you totally don't hear it. Right. But anyway, she was like... Well, because the clock rang seven oh times, My and, God. which means it's t- And I was like, Stephen and I look at each other like, are you kidding Yeah. Me? Yeah. It's over.
1: you kidding me over. That you put this you, together? You
0: yeah. You can't trick her anymore. I know. It's, it's over. Just like, That's
1: oh. the fail. Oh, You're the fail is that we can't to... dumb her
0: down anymore. <laughs> I have time to just put the TV on 24 hours a day. Yep. Ugh. Oh, that sucks. Sack shit. It was so bad. <laughs>
2: Hey guys, um, just calling in with a total fail. So my son Finn, he's six months old. He um, just threw up on himself, and we were going to daycare to meet his new daycare people, so my wife can go back to work, and I could resume lawyering. And um, well, he threw up on his nice onesie, and the only other onesie we had in the car uh, had the big Wu Tang W on it. So <laughs> we took him to meet his daycare person in a Wu Tang Clan onesie. So they saw past my law degree into my juvenile love of rap, and I kind of look like a douchebag <laughs> and a bad parent who plays Wu Tang in a car when his six month now seven month old son is there. So great, like
0: it's it's uh, your kid has a greater appreciation for uh, for a wide variety yeah of music and influence. Wu-Tang's not that bad, right? I mean, it's not like he's wearing, it's not like an NWA shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it's alright. You're alright, Dad. Yeah. You're alright. You're doing okay. <laughs> now, yeah, it's it's alright. Fair to call yourself a douchebag if you need to, but you're okay. You're okay. I think the fail might have been becoming a lawyer. Aw, yeah, oh, you went <laughs> to law school, Teresa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just By the way, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> you are
0: Yes? Let's call a mom. Okay. Woo! This week, we are joined by kitchen living expert, Corianne Etienne of kitchenlivingwithcorianne.com. She is passionate about home entertaining, family cooking, cocktails, cocktails, and kitchen design, (laughs) a writer for Cultivate, Celebrations, and The Daily Meal. She's an on-air host and published recipe developer. She's been featured in numerous magazines, including More and Traditional Home, Uh, and she's here to solve all of our... (laughs) Meal planning and kitchen problems. Welcome. No pressure. Welcome, Corianne. Hello, darling. Thank you for letting me into your lives. (laughs) Please fix our
3: lives.
0: (laughs) Um, We will always start uh, with our guests by asking, uh, who lives in your house? Well, well, we have we have a full house. I
4: like to call it chaos in style. <laughs> we have my um terribly British husband who I picked up when I lived in London. His <laughs> name is Alex, but I refer to him as Sexy Alexi. Yes. Um and then I have my eldest daughter Margot who's 9 and she is Pretty much a mini version of me with all of the drama that comes along with being myself. Um, we have little Sawyer, who's seven, who is a miniature dry wit version of his father. And then little tiny five-year-old Zam Zam. His real name is Zander, but we call him Zam Zam, who is kind of a cross between Jim Belushi and the frat boy that all the
0: girls fall in love with. And then we have two dogs. Oh, oh. We have, that Minoza and Nietzsche. Teresa always gets more excited about the dogs really than the I get really excited about the
1: dogs. But I...
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole conversation derails, derails. and I wind up I editing it out we're later. We will do that today, but congratulations but on sounds, two wonderful dogs. <laughs> that does sound like a full house. Um, yes, a full house,
4: full chaos, um, which means, we were talking earlier, it requires... A considerable amount of mummy medicine. So come, you know, 8.30, once the children go to bed, I have no qualms about uh, pouring myself a little stiff highball and reminiscing about my glorious day.
0: (laughs) When it was just you and the two dogs. Wait, these aren't the glorious. days? (laughs) (laughs) What? So... (laughs) three children, two dogs, sexy Lexi, it makes me feel a little like I should really be able to pull together a better lunch for my kid.
1: (laughs) Seriously. I should really... I mean, at least, Biz, at least you're planning meals. I'm I'm just like going to
4: the fridge every night at 5.30
1: and being like, what's in here? What can I make of this? Yeah, but you know
4: what? Frankly, I mean, there's a lot lot of talk. I mean, you go to Pinterest and you feel like you need to shoot yourself in the head because... There are a million meal planning, meal budgeting, meal scheduling, yada, 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 yada. But the fact is, you know, real life involves being able to fly by the seat of your pants. And as, as much as I would love to say that I am an avid meal scheduler, there are times when it's 5 o'clock at night and I go, bloody hell, what are we going to eat? Um, and it, I call that a carpet picnic. We yeah. basically open up the fridge and we go, all right, should we have some of this, some of this, some of this? And we, I serve it because that's, that's part of real life. I mean, we all, we all aim and aspire to have beautifully cooked, picture perfect, magazine ready <laughs> meals on the table, a la Norman, Norman Rockwell, but it doesn't always happen that way. You have, one child who goes oh, I don't want any broccoli and you have another child who said he had more bacon than I did and then you have another child who just sits there the whole time and looks at their fork as if they have no idea what the hell it is and that's just that's just life um and you know I I start out every week actually let me premise this at the beginning of every school year I'm brilliant I am like the mummy on steroids right I have schedules and and action lists and chalkboards and dry erase boards. This is what we're having Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. This is what I need to buy from the grocery store. This is what you're having in your lunch. And then about October 1st rolls around and reality sets in. Um, and it slowly but surely it dwindles until December when I go, oh my God, I need to go to the grocery store. We need to have this. We need to have that. Or we end up having the same five meals right um, every week. And that's just, you know that's just part of life and I don't think people should beat themselves up if they don't know what they're going to eat in 14 days. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys talking about? We're having uh, Thai chicken salad with uh, Yeah, you also you
1: also don't even need to consult your calendar cuz you have it all in your I head. I have it all in my head, it's guys. I don't know what
0: you're <laughs> Wait a second. Maybe I am the kitchen expert. Um, we're just to be having that Thai it, it, it salad every help. day. You know, it does help to have a menu
4: plan so when you go to the grocery store, you don't end up buying the same 36 items right, every right. time. Yeah. Um, so it does, it does help. You know, I keep my cookbooks in my kitchen and a little yeah. tip, never put them by the fridge or the oven because they'll expire quickly. Oh. So keep them on a dry shelf and kind of look at them. We kind of do well, we kind of do as if we do it every week. Uh, last week, we all sat around, we all grabbed a cookbook, and we each picked something we were going to we were going to have. And so hmm. we didn't end up with the same mundane items, you know, that we have every week. Um, and you know that that kind of helps. It creates kind of like a family activity. But the reality is is that not everybody has an hour on a Sunday to do something like this. Right. So you know, making little notes along the way. Of, oh, I'd like to try that, or I'd like to do that. is is a great thing to have. But the other thing that's so important to do is to have a week where you just live out of your freezer or you just live out of your pantry because otherwise you end up with 47 cans of tomatoes.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we we have right now like five half, bags of egg noodles because that are left over from like the fall winter when we were doing Swedish meatballs all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, or crock pot dinners. And now that it's a hundred degrees where we live every day, if you're not cooking on the grill or making some sort of salad based meal, (laughs) you're not cooking, you're not having anything because you can't turn an oven on in the house right now, you know? And so like, but there's just, I got a pantry full of noodles. And and the only thing I can think about to do with these damn egg noodles is make Swedish meatballs. That's it. So, But but you're right. You know what's really good with those
4: egg noodles is all you need to do is get a little bit of hard cheese and a little bit of butter. So put some cream and some hard cheese and some butter in a saucepan and just whisk it until it's warm. And then cook those egg noodles, strain them off while they're still hot, throw that creamy, buttery cheese sauce over it. And then serve that. They'll love it. Kids don't like a lot of flavor, pungent aromas. And it's so, that will take you like five, ten minutes max. If you have a second helping, I advise that you put some Spanx on. If you make it my way with butter and cream, <laughs> you'll need the sphinx. But the children are like, oh my gosh, this is so good. You're brilliant. But yet all you did was really just kind of whisk a few
0: things together and Put it in a bowl. Oh my god, that's genius.
1: Yeah, it sounds like just like <laughs> it, it like, sounds like gourmet mac and cheese Yeah, basically. gourmet mac and cheese. You know,
0: while you're saying that to me I'm like this. Oh, I could just totally put like <laughs> you know, some tomatoes, oil vinegar, like whatever on top of the well, I think noodles. you're just yes,
1: afraid of your stove right now. I am afraid of my really stove because right we now. do not have
0: central air conditioning. So I do, I try to avoid the the stove altogether. But um All right. So it's it's, so we've talked about it's helpful to, you know, make a stab at some plans, but at the same time to just commit to the pantry and the freezer um, overhaul and to forgive yourself uh, for not having a plan uh, is also good. Um, What about back to school lunches? Like what about like I know for me, like I do make my uh, daughter's lunch. Every day. And I'm like you. Like, I start off at the beginning of the year, like, I am the master of the lunch. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have such variety. And, you know, but like, I don't want to go to the store eight times. So, like, I've at least learned the lesson that, like, first half of the week is fresher vegetables. Second half of the week, maybe raisins or grapes. And those last a long time in the fridge Mm -hmm. or, you know, stuff like that. But, I'm, I'm eventually just sending my kid to school with salami sandwiches every day, <laughs> which may not be the best thing. So how do you, like, attack back-to-school lunches?
4: Okay, well, here's the thing. Don't beat yourself up. I'm sure my children went to school with a salami sandwich. What are we, like, day four of the school year? <laughs> but, you know, this, this is the thing. First of all, figure out how much your children eat. I have a Pinterest lunch board. And I've been looking at the pins and repinning them and going, oh, that's just brilliant. Who are these geniuses? I want to become their best friends. I want them to make my children's lunches. They obviously don't have lives. But, you know, my children have 20 minutes to eat, depending on the child. I have the one child who talks the whole time. And so they come home with a full lunch. And I say, Um... are you starving? Like, what did you eat? I have one child who eats everything because they're in a mission to get on the playground and they want to eat and go. And I have another child that's like hit or miss, depending on who they sit next to. So figure out how much they eat. Stop overpacking
2: yeah. the lunchbox,
4: which I think a lot of us have a tendency to say, well, they need to have fruit and grain and protein and dairy and the five points of the of the universe. But that doesn't always happen. So figure out what they eat and start with a protein and a fresh produce, and then, you know, something that you definitely know they're going to devour, like some cheese and crackers or some potato chips or or something. Right. So use it that way. So once you know how much they eat, then guide your lunch based on that. You mentioned grapes. So here's what I love to do. I buy a whole bunch of grapes and I wash them, dry them, stick them in the freezer. And then when it comes time to serve the lunch, I put like four or five frozen grapes, in their lunchbox so they not only keep it cool but they also um are kind of like a fun little treat so Mm. it means that you don't have to buy so much fruit all the time you can do the same thing with like melons um berries um apples not so much but i tried and it was a disaster (laughs) Um, certainly you know (laughs) but but certainly things like um grapes and berries are great and you can pop those in the fridge and they can have like a frozen fruit salad but in terms of um, kind of kick, trips and I can't even speak now. I'm so riled up about the whole lunch thing. <laughs> um, <but laughs> one, one, one thing that I do is I make the sandwiches the night before, and I say, okay, like we can have a rule. If I let my children pick, we would have Nutella sandwiches every single day. <laughs> and i be broke, and my children would have no cheese. So I make a rule. I say you can have meat or cheese or meat and cheese sandwiches all the way until Thursday, and then on Friday you can have like a butter and jam sandwich or like a sweet treat kind of sandwich like Nutella. So I know they're going to eat that. And then I throw in um, little kind of diced cheeses or, you know, convenient kind of lunchbox cheeses, things like that. But you could spend hours creating dinosaur-shaped sandwiches and hoping (laughs) that they'll eat them. But the reality is they have 20 minutes. Right. Kind of shove it in your face and get out the door. So depending on their age group, I I kind of – Um, say, these are the things you can have in your lunchbox. Go and choose two to put in now, and then I'll make your sandwich. And that way... I have more time to relax and chat with them and that they're taking a more active role of what they're putting in their lunchbox. As long as I obviously
0: micromanage by saying it's a control freak in me. You can have these three things in your lunch box. <laughs> Choose two. Right. <laughs> well, okay. Now here's because I am an overthinker and have like weird food sensation issues, like Stefan <laughs> will eat my husband will eat anything all the time. I mean, really. So I hear you say I make the sandwich at night. And my brain immediately goes to, well, the bread's going to dissolve. It's going to get smooshy. It's going to get wet. It's going to get, like, the sandwich grease is going to get, blah, blah, blah. It's just going to be gross the next day. Am I crazy? Or is there a trick no, to, you're like, preserving? No, a much better mother than I am.
3: <laughs> no, I am just a completely
0: compulsive, obsessive, like, weirdo when it comes to food. Um... But like,
3: uh, okay. Well, well let, are me, you putting, let me let like, put it putting... this way: If
0: I was going to eat the sandwich, I wouldn't make it the night
4: before. But right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: my children
4: haven't quite gotten to that point yet, where their uh, their yeah. palates are that refined. So if I yeah. make a sandwich, you know, and we're talking the sandwiches I'm making. We don't eat a lot of mayonnaise. Like yeah, we will we'll put yeah. like some soft. We'll put some soft butter or some cream cheese. Um, really lightly, we don't use a lot. A lot, so we just use a little bit. Um, with some meat and some cheese, and we cut it up, and it's in there, and it's ready to go. I've been pretty fortunate that the children haven't caught on to, what, a a fresh sandwich (laughs) tastes like like a day-old sandwich. Um, So they won't be listening to this podcast. Right, guys. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it only takes, how long does it take? It takes a minute to put a sandwich together. So, you know, you can make them in the morning. It's just more of my thinking is, um, you know, this is what I'm going to do. But the other thing that's fun that people kind of forget are things like, um, you can make muffins. So if you made like a, yeah. a cornbread muffin or, or some sort of savory muffin, I mean, or even like a, a fresh blueberry muffin and threw that in, that's, that's just as good as a sandwich. They've got their carbohydrates. They've got their fruit. The children will definitely eat it. So there's different things like that. And then to think beyond the, the kind of normal things, we throw in olives. We toss in um, kind of fruit mixes, like dried fruit mixes, so, like, they can have a dried fruit salad. Sometimes I'll buy, um, you know, the 1970s party mix where you put, like, the checks and the pretzels yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. the crackers. So I'll do something like that and throw that in with some dried fruit and just to give it a little bit of variety. But, you know... Life is busy, and we just want our children to eat while they're at school. At least that's my priority. I can't right. tell you how many times I've, they've come home with either not a lunchbox at all, which has already <laughs> happened this year. What happened to your lunchbox? I don't know. Mike, like, really? So you're going <laughs> to that was a $15 lunchbox. Let's calculate how many times I'm going to have to buy a lunchbox this year. Um, so I'm just excited that they come home fed and they come home with a lunchbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I think I've also heard from a lot of parents like the just the idea of like they really are not going to eat that much at school. Like that's not the yeah. meals that you should be like worrying about per se. Like because they just don't have time to eat or they don't eat. So like give them something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that they are able to eat something Energy. if they're hungry and they have time and call it. Oh a yeah, day. I
4: focus on the after school snack. That's where I um. make sure they get something healthy. So. For example, I buy, just to be quick, I buy those ready-made um, croissant dough tubs. I, I mean, I look like some sort of hoarder, but I've got <laughs> them in my fridge. And I pop those open just like 10 minutes before the bus comes. I put in some ham and some cheese, and I, um, I'll cook those up so I know they've got like a hot ham and cheese croissant when they come home with some fruit or some vegetable and then they're all set to go. So, Or yogurt or something. I make sure that the after school snack is where the really kind of um, heavy hitting healthy bits are. If you some, are if some
1: pregnant women <laughs> show up after school at your house, is,
4: will you feed us too? Oh no, I'm just like,
1: holy shit. <laughs> <Absolutely.
0: laughs> i like, absolutely Holy shit, that croissant yeah. that I have going to the store today and doing that is just dumb that I haven't thought of that. That is so genius. Totally genius. That is genius. Well, Corey, yeah, this has just been fantastic. I, I think that everything that has come out of your mouth has been a pearl of like genius wisdom. I'm just like, oh, all I have to do is that. Ah, why am I making my life so difficult? Um, which is a question we constantly ask on this show. Um, but I just want to thank you so much for joining us, and I, we are going to link everybody to all of your exciting sites. But I mean, you can always check. Uh, her out at Kitchen Living with dot com. You can join her Facebook page, which we'll also link up with. With of course, is Kitchen Living with Corianne. And she even has an Etsy shop. So if you're like me and obsessed with adorable things in your kitchen, uh, you can also go to uh, Corianne, uh, Etienne at Etsy.com. And we just thank you so much. Oh, I loved being here and keeping it real, darling. Keeping it real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have a wonderful day and we will talk to you soon.
4: All right, darling. Speak to you later. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.
0: So fun, One, right? <laughs> yeah, I got to talk to her for like two more hours and list to very specific questions. I know,
1: right? I liked all of her ideas.
0: I thought they were all great, and yeah. I thought what I really liked that I thought was, it, which has taken me three years or four years to figure out, is the like, all right, at least three things that I'm doing this week. Uh-huh. I'm basing on what's in my freezer or my, you know, yeah. my pantry. And yeah. we've also just come around to the like the picnic thing where mm-hmm. I'm like. A bowl of tomatoes, a bowl mm-hmm. of cut up fruit, some salami, and different kinds of bread. Yeah, you know, like that's dinner. Like yeah. that is a dinner, and people. It's not even
1: it. like necessarily about being like being something easy. It makes sense if you think about just like using up your food. Yeah, like I always feel so bad if I'm throwing something out. Oh, you know what I mean? But I know. then I'm like, but this doesn't go with where, and we're not. Or it's getting stale. Yeah. It's getting worse. Yeah, it's just so getting it's awful. a good. It really is a good reminder of like ways to just use that stuff up and not feel guilty of, that you like didn't make it into some amazing. Amazing thing. meal. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. It's like if you can come up with like five things to do with rice, then it's fine to always have a ton of rice right. in your house. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it isn't just about keeping it simple and keeping it easy and not everything. I mean <laughs> all those croissant ham cheese. Oh my god, that's really cool. Yeah. That is dumb. <laughs> so dumb. I feel like it's like, ugh, So good. Um well now that we're feeling <laughs> feeling so great. Yeah. Let's listen to a mom have a breakdown. Okay.
2: Okay. (laughs) Mommy rant of the week. In Barnes & Noble's last (laughs) night with my four-year-old daughter and one of my friends, and when I tell her it's time to leave Barnes & Noble's, (laughs) she throws a fit, freaks out, and then proceeds to yell in front of the entire store, I hate you, you're fat, and I just look at her. I want to punch her, but, of course, I don't, and I can't. But I'm thinking, yes, I am fat. I'm only 24. You're four. You ruined my body. I hate you. Let's go. You're not getting the dumb purse that has a horse attached to it. But I calmly, coolly collected myself and took her from the store and just put a smile on my face and said, let's hold it together for the next couple hours. I love you so much. (laughs) that's how you know you are one bad mother.
0: (laughs) Wow. Wow, that is like our... Shit. Shit. That is our rantiest of rants.
1: Yeah, I like how she had her own introduction, too. I know. (laughs) She introduced the segment
0: for (laughs) us. She did. We appreciate (laughs) that. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is... yeah. And we don't actually... We don't actually touch, I think, a lot on sort of that rage that, that you feel when... I, I know for me personally, I've been having to deal with it. I, I dealt with a, a great deal the first six months of Catherine Bell's life, like mm-hmm. just the, the sheer level of frustration and like with the nonstop crying or the nonstop, like there was like nothing I could do to fix it. And I would get so angry and so like out of control. And I, you know, you have that moment where you're like, I, I see it. I see how people snap and yeah. lose their minds. Yeah. I do, you know, and I got to pull myself back. And yeah. then, like, being pregnant at this stage of the pregnancy, my patience is, again, like zero. And I get if if she starts pushing past a certain point, I, I, I get that, like, <laughs> yeah. and you don't want to do it. You pull it back. But it's hard, so I really commend you yes. for pulling it back. Because there is nothing worse than being in public. There's nothing worse than when your kid says something that they don't mean. You know, I mean, not. I ugh, that's like the worst. Yeah. You know, they're just a it's totally
1: not personal, but it it's still
0: just, feels it personal because so it's personal. the moment. You know, and yeah. it's just it is embarrassing. It is uncomfortable. And you pulled it back. Yeah. And so, like, you powered through it. You got her out of the store. You got you out of the store. You
1: remembered the key thing, which is that your child is the child. And you are the adult. That's right. And therefore... Unfortunately, it falls to you to
0: like have it together, right? Because your kid does not care that they ruined yeah. your body or yeah. that you don't have free time. <laughs> your kid doesn't give a shit that you're tired. Your kid does not. Give- I always loved hearing parents be like, Don't you understand that I'm tired? Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. What is that like? I don't have t- I'm not tired. Yeah. I'm, I don't give I a shit, play. mom.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, so wrong person to have that discussion yeah. with. And it's like the one of the really hard things about being a parent, I think the whole like. I don't know. We, we come back to this like every week. It's taking the pressure off. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it seems like we have a couple of themes that keep happening. You know, it's one, try and take the pressure off. Try and remember that these are just moments. It's not really constant, as constant as it feels. It's moments. And you can take a step away from a moment and say, this will be over. Yes. Oh, my I, God. That's so true. I can survive anything for two minutes. Yeah. I can survive anything for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know? And... When it comes to like the pressures that we feel for food or plant, you know, I fed Katie Bell hot dog and chicken nuggets every day for a week once. That was what she ate. Yeah, and you know what? She's fine. She'll be fine. She's fucking fine. Yeah. So will I. Yeah, I ate those things too, and they probably was hey, you way better. It was. I fed her. It was way worse for me than it was for her. Her body is designed to process that shitty food, Um, but I'm not gonna let it. Like I'm not gonna beat myself up about it. Yeah, you know. And we should all try not to beat ourselves up about it. If you can keep a protein in them, you keep something fruit or vegetable in them. Mm -hmm. Good. Mm -hmm. That you've won. You've won for the week. (laughs) Yeah. Just keep it simple. Yeah. You're doing a great job. You're doing great. You're doing really great. <laughs> I mean it. Uh Teresa, you are doing a really great job. Thank you, Biz. You are too. Thank you. Let's celebrate with this bag of M&Ms I have in my purse. <laughs>
2: Please. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I got to load down Mama Blues. I got to load down Mama Blue. I got to load down Mama Blue. I got to load down Mama Blue. Load down Mama Blue.
0: We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlos, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan, Lawrence, and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org.
1: One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun Family of Podcasts. To support the show, visit maximumfun.org and click on donate.
0: Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, daddy baby
2: fussing got thrown down mama's zoo. Oh, said daddy baby fussing got